Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the podcast. I am Ashley Sleek and I cannot believe it, but I am having to record this episode again. Like this is what I get you guys. I just finished up my journaling and I was like, I don't know, journal. It's just a positive day to day. Like, you know, I I woke up like only 30 minutes later than I wanted to. I tried to get up at six. I got up at 630 and I was like, you know, I've accomplished a bunch today. I'm feeling good. The otters coming over today, like blah, 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 blah. And then basically last night, like I had recorded and was editing the episode and then my computer froze and I was like, shit, like it's it's going to it's going to delete the episode. I just know it. And I'm like, you know what? Positive thinking. Let's just close the laptop like it might just reset. And I open it and that stupid little motherfucking rainbow wheel was still spinning. And I was like. So I tried to force quit because Adobe Audition, which is what I record on. And it's just like my computer's just too old. It doesn't have even though I've like cleared house, it just doesn't have the storage. I mean, I got this laptop in 2013, you know, it's 10 freaking years old. But I don't know if everybody knows this, but I am unemployed. Like I can't go buy a new fucking laptop. So anyways, I'm starting this with a little bit of stressy um, attitude. But honestly, what's hilarious is the episode that I originally recorded for today started out with a panic attack. So you know what? Episode 145 is just a little bit cursed, but it's fine. We're doing it again. It's all good. That's what I get for trying to edit the episode also, by the way. Like, who does that? Um, So I'm going to kick it off and hopefully be able to finish the episode before the otter gets here. But I do want to like pivot into some good news. Um, We hit 10,000 downloads. Uh, Yesterday, right before I started recording, I was just logging on to Captivate, which I use to uh, upload the podcast and do all the stats, which I highly recommend if you are a podcaster or thinking about getting into podcasting, Captivate is a super great platform. And uh, anyways, so I logged on and I saw 10K and I was like, holy shit, like right before the episode, this is so exciting. So I just wanted to say thank you all so much for downloading the podcast and sharing it with friends. I love when I get to talk to people and they're like, oh my God, I listened to this on the podcast or, you know, I love the fact that my friends and um, are worried about meeting the otter and calling him the otter instead of his first name because they hear about him all the time on the podcast. Like this is so exciting. I'm thrilled to open another champagne goals. I had to be honest with you, bitches. Listen, I think I've become a little soft in my days and I have been having a hard time drinking champagne straight. Um, I know, I know. I'm ashamed too. So uh, Trader Joe's releases this delicious juice. It's a uh, watermelon cucumber juice and they release it only during like summertime. And so it's out now. So I picked it up so I could like do a couple watermelon cucumber mimosas for my champagne goals. And I also like I don't drink alone very often. So I, I, I am behind is what I'm getting at. I am behind on my champagne goals. I still have the um, month of working out. To, to do. And then now I have the very exciting 10K. So there's still some goals to hit. Uh, averaging 100 downloads a week is one of them. Right now I'm at 99. Um, I, you know, did write a champagne goal at the beginning of the year for a new job. So and then I lost my job. So I might have manifested that as well. But like whenever I get a new job, but also hitting 5K followers on TikTok, I am at 
3999. So like basically a thousand and one to go. So I think we can do that, my friends. Um, I, uh, yeah, I started doing videos yesterday and today, like kind of highlighting my morning and how I'm trying to get back on track. Cause like she was depressing. You guys, I know, you know, I know, you know, because you listen to the podcast, but I have to say I am doing a lot better this week. And I think it was all just letting myself feel my feels and then deciding to switch my mindset. Like, you know, I'm not saying that I am, I, I chose to be depressed or anything like that. Cause I don't think depression is a choice, but I last week, you know, I was so hard on myself about applying for jobs and taking breaks. And last week I was like, you know what? The number one thing that you're feeling right now is lonely. So let's take a week to be fucking social and go out and see people and do things. And then next week, which would be this week, like I will fall back into that five jobs a day and all that stuff. So I did last week. I had such a good time. So kicking off on Tuesday uh, was the Otter Day, which I will talk about later. We went to the Taco Bell Cantina. You guys, I cannot wait uh, to tell you all about it. It was everything. Um, and then I, on Wednesday, I went and had dinner with my friends, uh, Caitlin and Duncan. They listened to the podcast, which I freaking love, by the way, because this is one of my goals. Like they listen to it apart and then they come together to talk about it like I am like the show that they watch and discuss like as a couple and that is my dream come true like I absolutely love how invested they are they're like yeah we sit down and then we you know talk about what's going on in your life and I'm like this is such the goal this makes me so happy so um I finally got to see them because I was supposed to see them the first time I went into the hospital and then like every time we scheduled it, I was sick again. So it was so exciting to go there. And then I went to Santana Row on Thursday afternoon and had happy hour drinks with one of my girlfriends, Victoria. And you guys, if you don't know what Santana Row is, it's like the bougie shopping mall of the San Jose area. It's like, you know, everybody's there dressed in line, shopping at their Burberry and their Lululemon. Like, it's just it's the place to be. And here I am showing up looking like a million bucks, but costing probably 30. Like, I literally had the attitude of someone who belonged in Santana Row, but not the outfits. Like, I was wearing my Shein skirt, my Shein top, my fake Louis Vuitton and my sunglasses that I had just got in the tar Target dollar section that day. So, like, she was thriving and we went to this cute little outdoor wine bar. It was just it was such the vibe. It was so fun um, and it was perfect because I don't know about you all, but like sometimes I just get the craving for wine and cheese and I can't get it out of my head. And I was like, oh, my God, am I going to have to go make myself a cheese board? Like that's not exactly in the budget. But, you know, sometimes we have to splurge like we we have to splurge. And um, when she texts me about the wine bar, I'm like, oh, my God, thank God they have a cheese board. And it was so fucking good. Like. You guys, I don't think there's much in this world that wine and cheese cannot cure. You know what I mean? Like that combo is just a uh, chef's kiss across the board. It was so fun. Um, and then on Friday, I drove up to Sonoma County, which was amazing. It just felt so good to be up there. I had been talking to the otter about it so much. And he's like, I think you just need to get to Sonoma County. You will not stop talking about it. So I made a little trip up um, for Friday and I just the vibes of being there. You guys, if you have not spent any time in Sonoma County, I cannot recommend it more. Like I lived there for about like eight or nine years or whatever. And I feel like it's one of those places that you totally take for granted. And I just loved my time there. It's so beautiful. And I I will say this and I understand how controversial it is. And I will stand by my stance. 
if we are going wine tasting, I will take Sonoma County over Napa County any fucking day of the week. Like literally, I know that's controversial, but I said what I said and I fucking mean it. Like I think Sonoma County is significantly better for wine tasting. And honestly, like I put Livermore up there as well. Like, I don't know. I love trust me. I love the castle. I loved going to Rombauer. Like Napa is so fun and it's gorgeous up there, too. And it makes me happy to be there. But I don't know. I fuck with Healdsburg. If you are going to Sonoma County for wine tasting and you don't want to do the full like winery experience, I cannot recommend downtown Healdsburg enough. Specifically go to Williamson because they do this wine and cheese pairing that I've literally been thinking about for months. Um, I think the Otter and I are going to try to take a trip up there soon, um, you know, while I don't have a job. And I'm like, we have to go to Williamson. I'm really praying that they're open on Tuesdays. But they do this cheese with truffle salt, you guys. Wait, I don't know if I fully satisfied my need for cheese. I don't know if that need will ever be fully filled, but it's so good. But anyways, um, I went up. I got to see two of my best friends, Ryan and Julie, and their beautiful baby, Gigi. Oh, she's so cute. She's just so cute. I had such a kid weekend, by the way. Like, she was in full anti mode. It was it was everything Um, because I had uh, Duncan and Caitlin have two kids. And then I had a birthday party this weekend. And I saw Julie. It was just like I was just like full ant mode living my best life and I loved it and it was just so great to be up there I got a sandwiches from my favorite sandwich place Lombardi's and you know that when it comes to me I I love what I love you know I love my spots I will eat at the ale house five nights a week if I could I uh, my favorite ice cream place is also in Livermore I'll talk about that later and my favorite sandwich place is in Sonoma County I don't know what to tell you about San Jose it's annoying that I live here and I haven't found my favorite spots yet I have yet to find an ice cream place which is tragic um and I haven't found a sandwich place that I super love there is um the sandwich spot out here which I have gone a few times with my dad and it's my favorite so far but there's nothing quite like Lombardi's. I would say the the thing that I might have the favorite spot for here in in uh, San Jose might be straight barbecue. Lombardi's is a barbecue sandwich place, and I really love. I get the number eleven. It's the uh, chicken. It's like grilled chicken with bacon, barbecue sauce. I don't get any veggies. Um, but I also will get the chicken and sauce. Sometimes I get two sandwiches so I can take one home with me, but I didn't this time. I get the chicken and sauce, which is shredded chicken and barbecue sauce with a garlic cheddar cheese. Oh, sorry. The other sandwich has a smoked Swiss. Ugh, you guys, you guys, not me just making myself hungry and I have time until lunch. I am making the Otter and I barbecue chicken quesadillas with some salad kit that I got from Trader Joe's. Um, apparently I'm on a barbecue chick kick chick kick I don't know I'm on a barbecue kick but the Winchester South Winchester barbecue here in Campbell is amazing my dad's taken me and we love it we also frequent the Dairy Queen down here which you know I went with him this week and um, or last week and I really wanted to try the churro dipped cone and I was so excited if you haven't seen this they have like you know they have their little soft serve cones and they're some that are dipped and this one is supposed to be dipped in a churro and I love cinnamon sugar like a snickerdoodle is my favorite cookie. So I thought I would love this. And they were out the motherfucking betrayal, the motherfucking betrayal. But it's okay because I the whole time I'm standing in line, I'm like, all right, this is going to be a four dollar cone. Like, is that really in the budget? And then, you know, the universe was like, "Okay, bitch. But I would like the universe to correct itself so I could try the cone. But 
it's fine it's fine anyways okay back to my week um so hung out with ryan julie and then i woke up early in the morning and drove back to livermore to help my sister set up for my niece madison's first freaking birthday party if you can believe it her birthday's not till the end of the month but we're all heading to jersey this weekend so um it's it's gonna be um, a good time i'll talk about that later but the party was amazing. My sister did a really good job. The theme was she's a wild one. And I had this super cute black romper that had uh, cheetahs on it. And I was like, this is the vibe. But um, I didn't really get to shower. And I for some when I put on the romper, I put my hair up, but I just didn't like it. And then I put on a dress that was like cheetah print, but it was it was like a teal, which I still think was really cute. Um but I put my hair down and it looked better. So I don't know if I would have liked the romper later on, but it was also it's Livermore, baby. So like, you know, it was hot as fuck. And I was like, I can't wear black. I just can't. I like I don't hate myself enough for that. The thing about my family is that it does not matter what time of year we throw a party. It will be the hottest day. It just always is the hottest fucking day. Like there has been no peace. Like I my birthday's in October. And I think when I had a party at my parents' place, it was like 85, 90 degrees. And like, that's just Livermore. That's just on Livermore and that's just on a Florin party. But, you know, it was still such a good time. And I think Madison loved it. I'm sure she'll be talking about this for the rest of her life, this first birthday party. But um, I have to say one of my not my favorite part, because I think my favorite part was seeing how excited she was and all the people in her life that came to support her. I thought that was really cool. But my uncle was there and he was in the kitchen and I was in the kitchen. And listen, I was in the kitchen scrounging. I pulled out all my mom's Tupperware. I was filling it with the pasta salad, the leftover sandwiches. Shout out to Jersey Mike's little JM in the house. They catered the party. It was chef's kiss. Um, my favorite was the Italian sandwich or the chicken club. Oh, so good. Something about bacon on a sandwich, you guys. I don't know. I love it. So anyways, um, we <laughs> so, uh, you know, I was scrounging in the kitchen. I was cutting myself a big ass piece of cake, putting in the Tupperware, taking some of the fruit salad. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, listen, babe, I am fun employed. If there's one thing I'm going to do now at a party is I'm going to figure out how to make this food last me a couple days. I was absolutely scrounging for everything. And by the way, before you get judgy, this was the end of the party. Like party started at one and this is like at 3.30 p.m. OK, people don't need to eat anymore. So I had bagged so many good snacks and he was just sitting there laughing at me. And I was like, OK, this is called being, you know, resourceful. OK, this is it. This is me just being um, a smart businesswoman, okay? She is balling on the tightest motherfucking budget, okay? So I just need this to work. I just need to be able to, you know, eat this food for the next couple days, which I did, and it was amazing. I think the sandwiches were gonna go bad as of today. So last night um, I had one for lunch and for dinner, and it was everything. As a sandwich bitch, like, I you would think that I'd be tired of sandwiches. And yet I literally just basically gave you a fucking love story about Lombardi's. Like, I just don't know what to tell you. I I love sandwiches. I just do. I just do. I mean, I'm making quesadillas today, but I almost made barbecue chicken sandwiches. And I was like, all right, 
relax, relax. Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, after the party, I drove back here and to my friends of the podcast, um, Kristen and Alan were down here and my friend Jason, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but hi, if you do. Um, and I met them at Hapa's in, I think that's how you pronounce it in downtown Los Gatos. And you guys, I just have to tell you, um, I'm driving through this beautiful downtown. And what's the first thing I notice? It's a sign. It's a little street sign with a Batman on it talking about how there is a comic book store there. And my first thought is like, oh, my God, how cool a comic book store like this is so great. And I'm like, oh, my God, I I normally would have noticed the goddamn twinkly lights. But instead, I'm like, oh, my God, how exciting they have a comic book store. The way the otter has just turned me into the most obnoxious nerd. I just can't. I just can't. So he plays this game called Magic the Gathering. And I am now like learning about these cards. I am getting so much excitement and joy out of picking out packs of cards and just seeing if I picked well and if these cards are going to have enough lives or powers or whatever to help his decks. This is this is my life now. OK, and I know that you guys might be thinking back to the time that I told the story about the guy with the Pokemon cards and how I would sit there and watch him with his Pokemon cards for hours. And you might be thinking, Ashley, have you fallen into the same realm? I don't know how to answer that question. I will say this, though. I am enjoying the otter so much more than the Pokemon card guy. That guy was very weird. And, you know, I, I, I like this life. I'm learning a lot. And, you know, he was like, maybe one day I'll teach you how to play. And I am very competitive. And the idea of me playing a game that I don't know how to win does stress me out. However, a couple weeks ago, I went to um, here in San Jose, the Whole Foods has a bar. I don't know if that's notorious across other Whole Foods, but I love it. And one of my girlfriends, Mo, took me there. She's got her friends there and we played a card game and I never played before and I won on the second round. So, you know, I don't know. And once upon a time, I also played one Yu-Gi-Oh card game and I won that too. So maybe she's just blessed at card games. Like, Maybe I could have been the ultimate nerd girl and I absolutely could have been like playing card game competitions and winning money. And then, you know what? I wouldn't have to think twice about buying cheese and I wouldn't need to steal sandwiches from a kid's birthday party because I would be rich. OK, but that's not my life right now. Right now, I am just enjoying my time learning about Magic the Gathering. So, you know, if you play. Let me know. You can admit it to me. Um, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed or embarrassed of. I, I love it. I love this like life that he lives in and how excited he gets. So, um, yeah. Anyways, so on after Saturday night, I came back home and then my sister graduated from Cal State East Bay. So we went to the graduation ceremony. I haven't been to graduation ceremony in a minute. Like I forgot. It was like, oh, inspiring speeches, like all the vibes, seeing what people's outfits were. The one thing I will say that I thought was absolutely horrifying was that they made them walk down a set of stairs. And I cannot explain to you enough how much I would have died if at my graduation I had to walk down stairs. Like, not only was I tipsy at my graduation, but I also am notorious for falling. So, you know, it was just I, I felt for the girls. But there was this one girl and I, I wanted to like literally stand up and be her friend. There was two. Sorry. One girl walked down. She zipped down her little robe and she was wearing a 
bright red sparkly gown. And I was like, this is my fucking bitch right here. Cause like red was one of the school colors. And I was like, it's school spirit. It's giving wildcats. It's giving East high, even though this was Cal State East Bay. But you know what I mean? If you are a high school musical bitch, you know what I mean? Like this was Sharpay Evans's moment and I loved it. And then I was thinking about like how annoying it must be to be the last person to get your diploma. But you know what the last girl did? She fucking owned it. She goes up. She's like, oh my God, thank you. Like princess waving. She did a little dance. Oh my God. I was like, I love this bitch. I absolutely love it. But it was it was really great to be there. And I'm so proud of my sister. You know, she graduated from college with her kid like the first year of that kid's life. Like what? I don't know how you moms do it. Like if I was a mom, I would do absolutely nothing else, you know, and dads. Like if I was a parent, like I don't know, you guys are like working and parenting. I just I can't. I can't. I mean, I just it's so impressive. And my mom graduated. I thought she graduated with my sister in her stomach, but I saw the pictures and I was very wrong about that. I think I might have been in there or my sister was just a baby. Like, I don't really know. I don't think I clarified the timeline and just made statements. But either way, my mom had a kid, too. And so that's super special for them. I graduated without a kid, so I didn't I didn't fall into that category. I did graduate with a baby belly of champagne, though, so it's okay. And then I looked it up and like, it's been nine years since I graduated from college, which is so fucking wild. It was nine years and three different hair colors. And we love that for me. It's great. So I know it's graduation season. So to anyone who is graduating, congratulations. I had texted my sister in the morning and I told her, you know, graduation was one of my best days of my life. It's one of my favorite memories I, you know, even though, you know, the not all the people that I graduated with, I'm still friends with, which is fine. Um, it's kind of like a wedding that way. But, you know, I did graduate with Eloy and we're still best friends. And one of my favorite memories, which not everybody thinks is as funny as I do, as I learned, um, but I thought it was funny. We opened a bottle of champagne and it got like all over everybody, like in the middle of the ceremony. And we were communications majors, which just kind of made sense because if anyone was going to be ratchet, it was going to be us. And um, I just had the best time. And I think the whole time I was just so proud, you know, that like I did that, like going to college, especially a four year university and moving away from home was something that I had talked about and dreamed about, you know, all of my childhood and and high school and middle school. And like, so getting to accomplish that was so cool. And it's such a big deal. And, you know, I so I just wanted to say that for those of you who are graduating, like take in every fucking minute of it because you deserve it. Like you worked so hard and you know, you accomplish your dreams and like, good for you. I'm proud of you. So um, congratulations, grads. And of course, it was Mother's Day. So we had a little lunch after. And I have to say one of the best parts about that was that my one year old niece and I ordered the same meal at lunch. Um, and, you know, the otter often talks about my eating habits and how they are those of a child and can confirm that Madison and I got equally as excited when we saw chicken tenders on the menu. But I will say this, okay, and listen, you know that when it comes to a basic food, like I said, I've been giving a lot of food recommendations today. She's got food on the brain. But the chicken strips from Poppy Ridge Golf Course in Livermore, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss, one of my favorite ones, to be honest. Like, they might be ranked like one or two for me. And you know, that's a big deal. And I don't know when you're going to be going to Poppy Ridge Golf Course in Livermore, but you might want to put it on your agenda. I'll say this. It's on a row of wineries. So, you know, and Three Steves is one of my favorite wineries in Livermore. It's on the same road. So if I have to Livermore recommend you, 
I would do, this is what I would do. I do lunch at Poppy Ridge, get the chicken strips. And then I would go to Three Steve's Winery on the same way road. And then I would drive back. I'd go to Marietta's. I would get the cheese board there and the wine, the rosés to die. And then when you're ready for dinner, I would go to Ale House. But in between that, after you do that, because you're not quite hungry yet, you I would go to um, Altamont Beer Works and I would have a couple beers and then I would go to Ale House for dinner and then I would go to Lord's Ice Cream for dessert because that's the best ice cream. And that is the per- picture perfect Livermore Day in my mind. So um, which I have done this exact route a few times. Just kidding. Not the Poppy Ridge, though. That that, that one was new. But uh, uh, yeah, so on my drive home, I drove past the Lord's Ice Cream. And the one thing about me is that I love this ice cream place. And if I drive by it, I'm going to stop. But the problem was, was that I'm not trying to be mean, but it was fucking Senior Citizens Day. So I was willing to wait until I like because there was a long line. But then I saw who was at the front of the line and it was Grandmother's Day. And I was like, this is going to take way too long. I'll be in Livermore this week cat sitting. So I'll get my ice cream then. Yes, I uh, tomorrow or today when you're listening to the podcast, I will be heading uh, to Livermore to cat sit because my my mom and my dad are already out on the it will already be out on the East Coast. My sister's already out on the East Coast. I'm not going until Saturday um, because I was like, I can't take time off work like LOL. But it's fine. So one of our um, cousins is getting married in New Jersey. This is my first time going to New Jersey. I am highly disappointed to find out that we are three hours away from the Jersey Shore um, because I really wanted to go to the T-shirt shop and like do the where's the beach, you know. Um, But unfortunately, my my uh, tourist dreams have um, been shot on. So we will not be doing that. But um, I'm excited. This wedding looks um, very nice. And the invitation was bigger than my head. So. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I don't know what I'm going to be wearing. It is a formal wedding. This is my opportunity to wear a bridesmaid's dress. But unfortunately, the dresses I wanted to wear, like, I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, like this stupid bitch in her hot girl walks got a little too skinny and now I don't fit in those dresses. But I don't know. I might wear the one I wore to Jenna's. I might wear this other green dress that I wore to my friend Lindsay's wedding. I might wear my one of my favorite bridesmaids dresses that I've worn twice already, which was Julie's. It's the purple one. It's um, off the shoulder and it doesn't really sit well off the shoulder right now, which means I lost boob weight, which is disrespectful. Um, but if I put the sleeves up, it kind of holds. So what are those three dresses I will be rocking? And I'm super excited. And then literally I so I get on a plane on Saturday. I go to New Jersey, I fly back on Monday, and then Thursday I leave for Mexico, which is so wild. My girlfriend Karishma is finally getting married. I'm her maid of honor. I uh, just got my dress altered. It's so cute. It's from Azazi. I love it. It's like a teal blue. And with my red hair, I literally look like a little mermaid. And like, hello, shout out. Um, So that was really exciting. And I'm thrilled to get to go do that. But that is also to say to lead me into a little bit of I'm sorry, what corner? This is what they do on the um, (laughs) on my favorite murder. They always call things corners. I feel like I listen to that podcast all the time that I'm adapting some of it, but I don't want it to look like I'm plagiarizing and stealing, you know. So anyways, uh, I uh, if you missed it, I released a I'm sorry, what weddings episode with my dad last week. This is one of my favorite episodes 
I've ever done of the podcast in its history. It made me laugh so fucking hard and it was so great. Um, both guests so far have knocked it out of the park. Um, but next week, I think I'm going to have to do it solo just because of all my traveling. So I really would love your wedding questions. Like, what do you want to hear me talk about when you hear that someone's been in a wedding 12 fucking times? Like, what do you want to know? You can DM me on Instagram and on TikTok at Ashley Sleek. Or you can click the link in my bio on both platforms and there's like an anonymous Ask Ashley forum. So please let me know what you want me to talk about um, because I'm going to be solo. So we got to do the shit together. Um, and I'm I'm really excited. I feel like the wedding podcast has just brought me so much joy because I know like so much and it's exciting to share that. Um, and yeah, I'm thrilled. Also, tonight is the... Season finale of Vanderpump Rules, you guys. Oh, my God. I just, like, I can't. I'm so, like, I loved Vanderpump Rules always, but, and I kind of fell off, you know, and this drama is just, like, top tier. And the best part about the Scandal is that Ariana is living the life that the viewers always knew she should be living. And, like, you could tell me that I'm wrong if you're not an Ariana stan. Like, I don't really understand. But for me personally, like, I've always felt like this bitch was just, we're so much more than we were getting. I'm like, this girl is a motherfucking star and we are just like sitting her ass on the bench. And I just I just can't with that. So I'm so excited that um, she is getting all the hype that she deserves. I saw her recently. I don't remember where she was, some award show or something. She was in a neon neon green, like bad bitch pantsuit. And I was like, I just fucking love this bitch. The reunion looks insane. And also, if you didn't hear on Peacock, they're going to be releasing literally the unedited like footage from from the the reunion and that stresses me out and makes me so excited listen I'm a sports girly also so I do I have a Super Bowl but this is also the Super Bowl like I don't care what anybody says like this is the most crazy thing to happen on reality TV since um on Flavor of Love somebody shit on the stairs like this is a top tier moment and I am so excited for some Vanderpump Rules moments like I just oh you guys I just can't. I just can't. Um, speaking of being a sports girly, I do have to admit that um, I did watch the Warriors game when they lost. And um, that is now twice that I have watched and they have lost. So um, please don't come for me. I'm just admitting this, um, to be honest with everybody. Uh, it was a very stressful game. I don't listen. Un unpopular opinion, but I don't necessarily feel like the Lakers outplayed the Warriors. It's just that the Warriors couldn't make a basket. And it was just kind of sad and tragic to watch. But we'll see. I feel like they're going to come back next year. Um, I am not going to say anything else because if I say like, well, now I can root for the Suns. People are going to be mad at me. So I'm just going to say go Dub Nation. Um, sorry for your loss and uh, see you next season. Hi, friends. I am so excited to share that I started a second podcast. I'm sorry, what? Weddings. I heard you all. You wanted to know all the wedding tea, and I'm putting it into its very own podcast. After being a bridesmaid 12 times and also being a maid of honor of those five times, being an officiant, being a DJ, being a bartender, and a flower girl once, I've got a lot of knowledge, and it's time to put that all into a podcast. So I'm bringing on my fellow wedding enthusiasts. I've got wedding professionals fellow bridesmaids, groomsmen, grooms and brides, and just people who have some good ass wedding stories. And we are listening to them all on I'm Sorry What Wedding. So please make sure you give the podcast a listen and a download. You can find it all the fun places that you already find I'm Sorry What. And you know all the links 
are of course in the bio on my Instagram because we respect the hustle at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Give it a listen and don't forget you can actually submit Ask Ashley wedding questions now. Same link in the bio. Okay, love you, bye. So one of the other things that happened with my goddamn computer is that it like shut down my notes app where I keep all my notes for, you know, hear the podcast. And so, you know, I've been doing this off memory of what I talked about before, and I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job. But that does mean that I don't have the Ask Ashley question like written out. But I did want to make sure I talked about it because um, I got this question a couple weeks ago from our favorite couple who submits questions. And from what I remember, basically, it was a, being a little concerned and not like concerned, but just wanting to have a little bit more understanding about the like status of the otter and I and basically making sure that like, I'm not sacrificing too much by not, you know, us being like not boyfriend and girlfriend yet. And I wanted to answer this because I also get asked this question like a lot and I really appreciate it. I appreciate how many people care about my love life because I care about it a lot too. Like I am one of those people that when I like somebody, I want to talk about them all the time. And I am so annoying. I love talking about the otter. I am just so happy with our relationship. And so, you know, I don't want to come off as like defensive or anything. And I think that's the hard part about when someone asks you a question. It's easy to kind of get like, you know, defensive and like, you know, put walls up. But honestly, like my answer is not that is not hard. Like, no, I'm not worried about the fact that like he's not officially my boyfriend. And like, no, I don't really feel like I'm sacrificing too much by not having that right now. Like, I'm really okay. Like, it's it's really just that simple. Like, and trust me, as someone who overthinks everything and is absolutely crazy, like, if I'm telling you I'm fine, like, I think you should believe it, you know? And not saying that no one believes me, but, like, it's just, it is what it is. And I, I get it because we live in a world of fuckboys. We absolutely live in a world of fuckboys where they are going to tell you, like, I don't need a title. Like, it's too much pressure. Like, I get where you're coming from, but... I think if you just trust your gut, you know who's a fuckboy and who's not a fuckboy. And one of the biggest things that I think I've been working on this last year is getting there, like trusting my gut and not being so stressed about the future. And this is like the perfect example about that. I have been doing what I like to call intentional dating with the otter. Everything has been, you know, with thought process behind it and just with like the goal of being happy. And uh, there was a second half of this question I remember about because I have said, like, it's nice that I don't have like that. I didn't rush into it or something. And so they were asking if if I felt like I rushed into other relationships in the past. And here's the deal. I have absolutely no regrets about any of my relationships. I feel like every guy that I dated was a really good guy. And, you know, there were things that sucked, like, you know, there was things that hurt and everything. But I think that everybody really meant well. And I think I got really lucky in that in that front. But I'm also just really happy that I'm not with any of those guys. And I think that when it came to being official, I felt like I needed it more. And I let my anxiety really take over. And I was like, okay, if I just get the title, like everything's going to be okay. But like, guess what? I had the title with Scotland and he still dumped me. Like, you know, I mean, not to say dumb. It wasn't, you know what I mean? But like, I still got broken up with, even though I was in that official title. So it was more for me about like making sure that I wasn't doing it or asking for it because I just was clinging on to some sort of like stability. Of course, right now I want it. I'm at that point. Um, 
I'm crazy. I cannot wait to make him the background of my phone. I can't wait to put a heart and an otter next to his name. I can't wait to hard launch him on Instagram. If you haven't thought about, like think that I haven't thought about how I want to post about him, it's like you don't even know me, but I'm okay. You know, like, I don't think it's a conversation that we're like hiding from. I just think it's just it will happen when it happens. And I'm like totally good. So I know that's not a super juicy answer to that question. And like, I appreciate your and everybody in my life's concern about it. But honestly, like, I'm just happy. I think one of the things about the otter that I'm enjoying so much is that, um, you know, he makes me feel really good. And it in <laughs> this time, I'm sure other people who have lost their job, like kind of feel this way or unhappy in work, like. I'm getting a lot of social anxiety around going to parties where there's going to be small talk because small talk usually kind of consists of, you know, things talking about your job or like, what are you up to? And I know there's so much more to life than a, than your job, but I feel like it does come up a lot. And I at least for me, I think because my whole life was very career driven in my mind, you know, I was like always wanted this really great career. And so that's what I go to talk about. So that's my personal drama and default. And so not having a job, like I was embarrassed to go to these events. Like I remember feeling anxious before so many of them and including this weekend. And so each time I've kind of journaled and written out things like good things that I could talk about. And the otters on that list every time, like he's always on this list. He makes he just there's so many fun things to talk about. There's so many things like I know like on here we talk a lot about like the serious kind of stuff, you know, and by serious, I mean him unclogging my toilet. But, you know, there's just I'm just having so much fun right now and it, it makes me happy and everything will happen when it's supposed to happen. And I I'm trusting my gut and I'm trusting him and I feel good. So, you know, it's nice to kind of like, like I said, intentionally date and take our time and I think the bottom line about relationships is every single one of them is different. There are people who like, you know, meet someone and they date right away and they move in in a couple months and it works for them. There are some people who go that same route and they end up getting divorced in a year. Like everybody's different. And I think it's important to just do what is right for you. And if you are someone who, you know, in the first month you want a title, like ask for what you want to ask for. But just make sure you're doing it because you want to and not because you feel like you need to. So anyways, um, now that we're talking about him, let's talk about the best fucking part of um, the otter right now. And that is that he took me to the Taco Bell Cantina. I'm just kidding. That's not the best part. But like you guys, when, um, you know, Hillary Duff said, hey, now, hey, now, this is what dreams are made of. I am convinced that she was talking about going to the Taco Bell Cantina in Pacifica. I just I have to believe that I just have to. Because it was the most beautiful experience, like just. Uh. So if you don't know, the Taco Bell Cantina in Pacifica is like literally on the beach and they serve drinks. So I was sitting there. I rolled up. I got my Crunchwrap Supreme, no lettuce or tomatoes. I got my beefy five layer burrito, no beans. I got a berry freeze with rum and I sat out there on the beach with my mans and looked at the water and there were dogs out there. It was just like genuinely the best day. And I've been talking about this a few times that ever since I got laid off, I've been wanting to go see Ocean. And I know that's like some California fucking bullshit. And I hear you. But when I was living in Sonoma County and bad things would happen, I would drive out to Bodega Bay and it was just so peaceful and I loved it. So, you know, um, it was just it was such the vibe. And um, I, I really needed that. I really needed to see the ocean. So seeing the ocean with the otter, with a Crunchwrap Supreme, and a rum cocktail was just 
everything. And then when we were leaving, he's like, do you want ice cream? It's like, obviously. And the closest ice cream place was Cold Stone. So I literally got my favorite fucking foods. This is such a foodie episode, but like in the worst way. Like if you're an actual foodie, this is like the worst episode of the podcast you've ever listened to in your life. But if you're an Ashley foodie, you're like, fuck yeah. It was, oh my God, it was everything. It was everything. I had Cold Stone. I had cake batter batter, baby. And then we drove home and it was it was just such the perfect fucking day. And I'm excited for today. We're going to go to Los Gatos and see that comic comic book store because I wanted to. I was like, oh, my God, this will be so fun. He's like, you know, I don't like we don't have to just do things that like you think I want to do. I'm like, first of all, we do things I want to do all the time. We went to the fucking Taco Bell Cantina like he doesn't care about Taco Bell. This guy's Taco Bell order is three tacos, three tacos. I'm sorry, what? Like I was I was on the phone with him and he was at Taco Bell and he ordered three tacos. And when we got to the cantina, I was like, I swear to God, if you just ordered three tacos, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. You know, um, he ordered more than that. I got the steak quesadilla and the nacho fries, which he didn't care about the nacho cheese sauce with the fries. And I was like, he's like, he has so many other great qualities is what I'm saying. Um, but anyways, it was uh, it's going to be a wonderful day today. and I'm excited and I'm so glad that like and be able to get the podcast out, um, which speaking of, let's get to the I'm sorry moment of the week to um, I forgot to mention this. So why I started the episode with a pan- panic attack is because my absolute dumb ass like almost got scammed on Facebook. So it's time. It's time for me to sell the Peloton. I you know, we've been putting this off, but like, let's do it. Let's sell the Peloton. And um the, the main reason that I did it was because if you're a loyal listener of the podcast, you're going to be so fucking excited about this. I bought an air conditioning unit like I bought an air conditioning unit. We all know that I suffered and bitched through the fucking summer season in Campbell last year. So um, I have a new unit and my dad picked it up for me. God bless his heart. He was like, hey, they're on sale at Lowe's lesbian for Lowe's. And um, he was like, I'll pick it up. I'll bring it to you. So I have it. But where where I want it to be is where the Peloton is. And also I'm like, OK, sell the Peloton to get the money to pay for the fucking air conditioning unit and the increase in PG&E that you're going to have. Because right now I'm sitting very pretty at like a $20 PG&E bill. And it literally says on the box that the average bill is $80. So um, I'm going to try to use it sparingly, like not until I absolutely need it or until I get a job and then it will be an ice castle in here the way I like it. So I'm so thrilled about that. But listen, here's what happened. So I list the Peloton on Facebook and I immediately get a, a message and the guy's like, is it still available? I'm like, yes, it is. He's like, OK, how long have you had it? Like normal questions. Right. And then I and like we're chatting, whatever. And I realized like, oh, I should check his profile. So I check his profile and he's like, he has 1500 friends. I'm like, OK, perfect. Like he's got people, whatever. So then I'm still talking to him and I'm like, mm, I, you know, maybe I should go back through. So I go back through and I'm getting sus feelings. So then I Google because I have to Google. I, a millennial who grew up with the Internet, had to Google. How do you know if a Facebook profile is fake? Bitch. So, you know, one of the things that they said on there was like, um, you know, see if there if there's no like postings on the wall or if the pictures are really old and the pic, last picture he posted was like from 2017 and there were no comments on his wall. And it's like, listen, 
obviously this guy's a fake because if there's one thing we know, it's that we always have that one family member who strictly communicates via Facebook and they're going to comment on all your pictures and they're going to ask you questions like, hey, how are you on a picture of like your sandwich, you know, and you're like, Aunt Linda, this isn't the time, you know, or you are going to have at least four old family members post on your wall for your birthday. If you have no posts on your wall for your birthday, this is a bot account. So I was fucking chatting with a bot account like a goddamn idiot. So then I got afraid I was going to get kidnapped because, you know, fun fact about Ashley, numero uno fear in life is getting kidnapped. Number two is everybody hating me, but they're like close. They're pretty much tied. And that's where my anxiety manifests. And now I didn't give this guy my address, thankfully. I did tell him that I had a Zelle account and gave him my name, but my name's also on my Facebook page. So I'm not really sure about that, but I'm, I'm keeping an eye on my accounts. I'm monitoring, but I did send a picture of my stairs and he knows I live in Campbell. Is he going to find my stairs? I was like, oh my God, my red stairs. He's going to know. He's going to drive to every apartment complex and he's going to see my red stairs and he's going to kidnap me. Like that's what's going to happen. So I called cousin Danielle in front of the podcast to like ease me out of this panic attack. And, you know, we had like got to chatting. I think we had chatted about this earlier in the day. I was telling the story about um, my <laughs> my aunt who I love. This is not aunt slander on this, but it, it was funny that basically, you know, she sits me down. And she's like, I wanted to ask you about like your dating life. And I'm all fucking excited to talk about the otter, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, OK, but like, you know, because I'm just um, I'm just a little concerned that I'm never going to see you in a pretty dress. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're in a pretty dress right now. She's like, no, like a pretty white dress. And I was like, Auntie, are you worried that I'm not going to get married? And she's like. I mean, I just I just really want to see it happen for you. And I was like, oh, my God. And like, listen, in her defense, there are four of us granddaughters. OK, and of the four, three of them are married with kids. And then there's me, spinster sister. OK, so I get her concern. I understand it. But you guys, I'm fine. Like, I'm going to get married. It's OK. Like, I, and if it doesn't happen, no, I'm not even going to go there. It will be the end of the world for me. Like, I'll marry myself. But like, you know, and it's not just about the ceremony. It's not just about the fact that I've done it 12 times and I want my moment. It's it's that I am excited to find somebody who wants to, who is choosing to spend their life with me. Like, I love that concept. But anyways, it got us talking about like just the pressures that you get put under. And I think I've kind of, I'm sorry, wanted this before. But like, let's just do it again because it is bullshit. It's like, okay. If you're single, why aren't you dating? Okay, now you're dating. Why aren't you engaged? Okay, you're engaged. Well, where's when's the wedding? Okay, you're married. Okay, when are you having kids? Okay, you had your first kid. When's the second one coming? Okay, so now you've had two kids. Are you buying a house? Or, oh, okay, so you bought a house. You have two kids. Okay, is there animals? Okay, so like, what about retirement? And like, it just goes on and on and on. It's like, bitch relax, you know, like, I'm sorry, what? We're fine. We do things on our own timeline. It's okay. It's it. The, you can just tell when questions are asked. Cause like some of those things I've asked before, like, oh, okay. Like when do you think you're going to get engaged? Like, you know, but it's like casual and it's usually with a margarita in hand. Okay. If you want to ask me life questions, hand me a fucking margarita first. Okay. Like Jesus. So anyways, um, I, <laughs> I am, um, you know, just, just thinking about this. And we talked a lot specifically about dating and, you know, how if you are single, like you're, you automatically have to be dating and like, I'm sorry, what? No, you don't. No, you don't. There are so many things that come out of being single, like 
some people want to just work on themselves, you know, like some people just want to take the time to do that. And it's OK. It's OK. I I also always understand the privilege of me, you know, because I don't want kids. I don't have that ticking time clock. And I know that makes everything so much harder. But like just live your life without the societal pressures and do you on your fucking time. OK, I'm sorry. What we don't need to like live on everybody else's timelines like your timeline is yours and it's perfect and everything's going to work out when you are ready and want it to work out. OK, I'm sorry. What do not let everybody make you feel pressure. It's going to be OK. Like this is always going to come up when you go to family things or, you know, gatherings or shit. People at the supermarket, you know, like they want to know. And I don't know why, but it happens. And, you know, it's going to it's going to be OK. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for helping me get to 10K. And, um, you know, hopefully this round two episode was better than round one. We'll never know because my computer just erased it. But thank you so much for listening. I love you all so, so much. Don't forget to submit to me your Ask Ashley questions about anything, but specifically wedding because I will be soloing it up next week. You can see that all on the link in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok at Ashley Sleek. I love you so much. Have a wonderful day. Okay, bye.